this is an unusual um, extra sermon this week um, because I feel compelled to talk about one particular verse that I have read tonight and it's from Galatians 2 verse 10 and it's a message given to Paul as he goes out into his ministry out into the world and it's given by Peter and the chief apostles at the Council of Jerusalem and he says this to them and, he's, and they say sorry to him they desired that we remember the poor the very thing I was eager to do Amen Father God we thank you for the lessons of the sacred scriptures the scriptures of prophecy of works of your people of love that you have demonstrated of compassion and of hope and of joy Father thank you for the compelling message you gave me tonight to consider this one particular verse of Galatians help open my heart to it Lord and help those who listen to me to see the power contained within it as I have seen tonight Father I pray in thanks for Paul and all of the apostles for preaching the gospel of the living Christ and who have built your church in every land through that gospel Father Help us realise, help me realise that we are part of your great church universal and help me as I try to extract this important lesson and bless the words of my mouth and give me the mercy if they're not befitting your glory and if they do in some way tender to the hearts of those who are listening to me compel action in our world to bring your kingdom closer to thine be the glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One day a man was having a conversation with God and he said to him, Lord, I would like to know what heaven and hell are like. Being the gracious and merciful God that he is, he led the man to two doors. When he opened the first door, he could see a large table with hundreds and hundreds of people sat around it. And in the middle of the table was a large pot of delicious stew that he could smell. And it sat in the middle of the table. And despite that, the people around him were sickly and thin. And they seemed to be very hungry. The man noticed that they had very long spoons tied to their hands. And although it was possible for everyone to reach out and get the food from the pan... Because the spoons were longer than their arms, they couldn't bring the food up to their mouths. And the man shuddered at the sight of their misery and suffering. God said to him, Now you have seen hell. And they went into the next room. God opened the door and the room was exactly the same as the first one. There was also a large round table in the middle of the room containing a large pot of stew. And the people also had very large spoons tied to their hands, longer than their arms. But these people were well nourished and healthy, jolly and laughing and talking and laughing with each other. The man said to God, Lord, I don't get it. I don't get it. God said to him, 
this is the simple difference. You see, the people in this room have learned to feed each other, while the greedy people only thought of feeding themselves. I had a stroke of lightning hit me tonight. I've been sitting in my study looking at chapter 3 of the Epistle to the Galatians and thinking and planning next week's sermon to upload. I'm really enjoying the process of getting to know the scriptures in this way and I'm really feeling so blessed by all the feedback and all the people who are listening in to me. It's just taking me totally by surprise, totally by surprise. And the lessons I've learned from God's word in the last three weeks have just been so powerful. They have, they're going to continually mould and develop my theological mind and my theological stance actually. I hope after finishing these studies in Galatians that I will have taken something away of the Apostle Paul that I can be more like him as I step out into the very first steps of my service to God's church. It was as I was reading chapter 3 in the midst of a desk full of reference books and commentaries and more Bible document, docu dictionaries and documentaries and lessons and devotions amongst notes and YouTube videos on my computer that my Bible sat open and I reread chapter 2 verse 10. Staring back at me were the words given to Paul when he was just starting out in his ministry. We've heard how he was reaching out into the community and the wider world to the Gentiles with the one true gospel of Christ and his mission had been written before he was born. Yet these 16 words that make up this one verse will be one of the greatest and most important things I'm thinking I'm ever going to learn on my path to ministry. And I felt it was really important tonight to share that with you. This one verse is actually burning in my heart right now to the point that I feel so overcome with it because I almost done exactly what Peter was telling Paul not to do. In the modern church we are bombarded with theological extractions and expectations and knowledge and words and more words and even more words about the gospel and this one verse has taken me totally surprised, I'm totally unprepared for it and what it means. Despite the depths of God and the incomprehensible riches and fullness we have in him and those that we feel in him and our desire to know everything about him and do as much as we possibly can to glorify him just like Paul, the chief apostles asked only one thing of Paul and they're asking the same thing of us, Paul. Remember the poor. George, remember the poor. Remember the poor. That was it. Bang. Full stop. And that's the lesson I needed to share with you. At every point in our spiritual work, either in ourselves or in the community, at every point in our church life, at every point you see your church growing, remember to benchmark it by this one question. Did you remember the poor? The requirement is straight from the mouths of those who spent time with Jesus in his earthly ministry. 
and they would have known him better and they would have been privy to conversations about him and he would have revealed much to them in his actions towards others. And Jesus remembered the poor. If you look at Luke 14, verse 13. But when you give a feast, invite the poor. Luke 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Matthew 5, 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Luke 3, 11. Whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none, and whoever has food is to do likewise. Matthew 19, 24. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters, Christ's ministry was and is centred on the poor. We are not Christians if we can't answer yes to the question, did you remember the poor? It doesn't matter how much people attend church. It doesn't matter how much envelopes are in the offering plate. It doesn't matter how much money we raise at charity events. It does not matter if we didn't remember the poor. My whole life has just been called into question by God. And friends, we're not just talking about material poor here. We're talking about spiritually poor. The spiritually poor. Those so deprived that they don't know a single thing about Jesus and his life. Can you imagine? Like the ones in the Beatitudes or the ones who hear the good news. There are people in our town right now, friends, who don't know the gospel. They're poor. And tomorrow, in about 12 hours, we will sit in church and we will pray and we will sing and we will be joyful and we will still not fully be remembering the poor who are outside the church struggling with debt and addiction and violence and sin. The job of a Christ-serving minister Christ-serving minister that I am compelled to be of a Christ-serving saved man and woman the job is to remember the poor in everything that we do it asks us to question our own wants and our own personal desires and contrast them with what we actually need I'm not living that out and I need to the most critical and the most awesome thing about the life of Jesus is that he had the eternal and infinite riches of heaven. He had everything you could possibly imagine. His hands were the hands that flung stars into space. But because he remembered the poor, me and you, those same hands were given over to cruel nails. Brothers and sisters, this sermon is not intended to be long and drawn out. But the most important thing I'm taking away from it is the same that I hope you take away from it too. That the man who spoke to God at the beginning in my story will take away. That we have to learn to feed others before we feed ourselves. We have to be a giving church. We have to be a giving heart. We have to be a giving spirit that doesn't think twice 
about remembering the poor. There are so many times I have not lived up to that. If our God can give us his most treasured, most loved, the son with whom he, we are told he was well pleased, an act of giving his son and cursing him on a cross, even though he didn't deserve anything, lashing him with whips and crowns of thorns being stapled to his head because of our sins, because of the sins of other people, acts that drew the tears from the eyes of an eternal and infinite God, an act carried out because God remembered how poor we were, how far we had fallen, how much we had needed and how much he could give. Lord Jesus, thank you for revealing this to me. I can't believe I didn't see it straight away. But you have revealed all the riches of your word to me in the blink of an eye, in the midst of an overlook, in the middle of a thought about something else. So merciful Father, help us come before your throne of grace and ask that we remember before you those who are easy to forget. The poor and the homeless, help us not to walk past anymore. The old and the friendless, help us to have your compassion. Father, help us to pray for those who have no one to care for them. Bless, bless those who already minister to their needs and may we be added into the abundance daily that it is our call to play a part even in the smallest of ways. So Father, as we ponder this message, help us take the spoons out of our own mouths to feed those who need food more than us. Show us what we can do, as servants of your Son, who for our sake became poor. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.